Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on Fridays in May, each film touches upon Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or the Hard Way to Enlightenment and the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie at nortonsimon.org. Support comes from Pasadena Playhouse, presenting Jelly's Last Jam. Follow Jelly Roll Morton, the self-proclaimed inventor of jazz, in this ambitious musical masterpiece that's sure to blow the roof off the theater. Performances begin May 29th. Tickets at PasadenaPlayhouse.org. L.A.S. Studios. Remember these recordings? Well, we're still living in their aftermath. If you remember, last fall, former city council president Nuri Martinez resigned under immense public pressure after those racist and homophobic remarks were leaked in that recording. I don't think a dream gets elected if a reputable white businesswoman runs in that district. Now, there's a special election coming up on April 4th, right around the corner, and it's to replace her spot in Council District 6. It's a massive district, Brian. It stretches from Sun Valley, past the 5 Freeway, all the way through Panorama City, past Van Nuys, past the 405 Freeway to Lake Balboa. It's 20 miles almost in length. Today, we're hanging out with Elias Democracy and Civics correspondent Frank Stoltz. Hey. I got a Diet Coke for you. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. News people run on coffee and Diet Coke. And some on tea. And some on tea and some on cigarettes and stale chocolate donuts. Seven candidates are battling for the vacant seat. We've got write-ups on each of the candidates over on Elias.com. Each council person has a lot of power. They represent over 260,000 people. I'm Brian Los Santos, and this is How to LA from Elias Studios. Whoever wins, they're going to inherit a district with some big challenges. One of the big challenges is homelessness, more specifically how many RVs are in this district. One of the highest number of RVs of any district in the city. So let's, let's walk and talk a little bit. We're here obviously in CD6 because of the special election. This new elected official mm-hmm. is going to be 115th of city council. But let's back up just a little bit. Give us a little bit of the timeline of how we got here since Nuri Martinez stepped down, and it's been kind of chaotic. This has been a really condensed time frame for an election because last October, Nuri Martinez stepped down entirely unexpectedly. People had until... December to declare their candidacy and then really just about three or four months to put a whole campaign together and to run. We have seven candidates, three write-ins, and whoever gets a majority of votes on April 4th will win. With so many candidates, it'll probably go to a runoff election in late June. We're here on Randall Street in Sun Valley just off of Glen Oaks, lots of industry here, auto wrecking businesses, trucking businesses. It looks like there's a trash truck business. There are a bunch of trash trucks lined up across the street. We can smell just a little something in the air. If you look down this street, you'll see 
kind of RVs as far as the eye can see. At least 15, maybe two dozen. And you can tell it looks like some of them have been parked there for a while. And you just saw a guy walk up to that fire hydrant, crack it open and fill up a bucket and go back to his RV. I mean, this is life on the streets. The one thing I will say for listeners who haven't been to the valley, this area, Sun Valley, Van Nuys, parking is a little bit better. Less street signs of street cleaning, less street signs of no parking here certain hours, and no permits really in the valley. You can park freely, really. And so people probably don't have to move their cars a whole lot, which may add to why people are parked here in Van Nuys or in Sun Valley. That's a great point. There are about 400 RVs and camper vans parked in the district. People really are kind of upset about the RVs. They either have to drive by them or they have to walk by them, going to a different area. I talked to a woman a few weeks ago, another area where there are a lot of RVs on Haskell in Van Nuys. She wants to walk to the stores and she doesn't feel safe with her wife. Of course, homelessness is a big issue like it is across the city. But here in Council District 6, the way it plays out is with a lot of RVs. It's a tough issue because, as city officials have pointed out, a lot of them don't necessarily feel homeless. I talked to some folks in their RVs and camper vans. They've got these four walls. To convince them to move into something that's another four walls, with no real promise for permanent housing, that's different than convincing somebody who's just in a tent. For someone who's just listening to this episode and hasn't really looked at your reporting or our Elias homelessness reporting, or even some of the episodes on How to LA, can you talk about the issue of homelessness and how it's evolved in LA over the past few years and how does it kind of compare to other cities in the US? We've got the, the worst homelessness problem in the country and there have only been more and more people every year. Even though we've been able to house some people, more people have become unhoused. And that's largely driven by the housing crisis. And of course, there are issues for some folks involving some substance abuse or mental health issues. We talked about whoever wins this election being one of 15 people on the LA City Council. And the way LA City government is set up, each of these council people have enormous power over what happens in their own council districts. An ordinance called 4118 allows council people to designate certain areas as no camping areas. Some council people have used it a lot. Some people have hardly used it at all. The former council person, Nuri Martinez, was sort of a champion of this particular ordinance and did use it in this district. What's interesting about this new crop of candidates, the people who want to replace her, a minority, I think it's two or three, want to see 4118 continue, but the rest want it repealed. And so, you know, we could very well see the next council person address this problem in a different way. What are some of the other things that people should look out for they're voting in this election. Well, you know, it's interesting talking to voters, you know, sometimes it's just the nuts and bolts issues. Abandoned sofas on their streets, you know, street lighting. But there are also a lot of residents who want to see more parks and, and more trees. This is a district, 
It's not like District 5, right next to Beverly Hills, wealthy, low crime rate, and gets a lot of services. This is a district that hasn't gotten a lot of services over the year. It's been a little bit ignored. People want improved services, more parks, more infrastructure. My name's Sydney and I live around here and I went to school in Polytechnic Senior High. Poly. Yeah. I went to North Hollywood for a minute. Yeah. Rivals. We're rivals. <laughs> so are you planning to vote in this upcoming election? And if you do, what are some of the issues that matter to you the most? I think yeah, the homelessness issue is like a big one. I think that would be like one of the main things that I would focus on. Maybe more funding. Public education. Yeah, yeah. Funding. probably because it's like really underfunded and like I think there was like a protest going on. So probably like to see what they're going to do to help teachers out and the students as well. My name is Spencer and I grew up in Tin Valley. I think a lot of homeless people unfortunately are plagued by addiction and instead of treating addiction like it's like a monster, we should definitely treat it like it's a disease because that's what it is. Implementing harm reduction would really help people be motivated to possibly getting out of homelessness. Making these people feel like they're human still, making them understand that they have somewhere to go to and they have people who care about them, especially representatives who care about them, would really improve, I guess, the area in general. Hi, I'm Austin Liu. Producer Evan, I'm Brian. Um, nice to meet you. Essentially, we're trying to ask people, what matters to you and your community of the issues that Angelinos like you face? I'd say uh, it'd be nice if there were some more parks. I really like nature, so I think it, it'll help a lot. Also, the homelessness thing, I don't exactly know what they can do, but it'd be nice to see more people be accommodated. I don't know, just... Uh, Kindness, I guess. <laughs> what is at stake at this election versus what we saw in other races like the mayor's race or other city offices that were elected? First of all, we should point out that it'll probably be a very low turnout election because it's a special election. There's nothing else on the ballot to bring people out to vote. I think there are about 117 or 118 thousand registered voters in the district, there may only be 10% that show up. What is that? That's about 11,000, 12,000 maybe. So it may only be 3,500 votes that you need to get into the runoff. And then to win it, there's about the same number in a runoff election, what, 8,000, 9,000 votes to get on city council and to represent 260,000 people. So far, this is the kind of the biggest fallout from the Nuri Martinez scandal. Right. And it cost how much for this election? Probably like six or seven million dollars. What's interesting is you talk to voters and it's not necessarily their top issue. They do say they want somebody who's trustworthy. They were disappointed in Nuri Martinez. But a lot of times they do come back to the basic issues, homelessness, street services, lighting, parks, you know, essentially what can the city do for my neighborhood? You hear that playing out in the debates too among the candidates. One of the things we're kind of looking at is whether or not the progressive trend will continue in the city. There are a number of progressives running in this special election. 
I should point out, the more conservative mayoral candidate, Rick Russo, won this particular district. So we'll have to see. So what's next? We have it all on LAS.com. It explains why this race is happening, tells you about all the candidates that are running. There's some of my reporting about this issue of homelessness and RVs in the district. And also an article I wrote about the Healthy Streets Initiative. So if you want to learn more about that and where the candidates stand on that particular issue, go to LAS.com. And it'll be in the show notes. We'll link it there. All right, folks, that's all the time we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to leave us a review. And remember, folks, the election is just a few days away on April 4th. We'll be following along the results of the election, too. Okay, hasta mañana. This episode of How to LA was produced by Evan Jacoby. Our other producers are Megan Botel and Victoria Alejandro. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.